It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer with you till three today. As the Eagles are, we are literally 24 hours away, Elliot Shore, Parks. Merrill, Mike, Howard on the call on this radio station. An Eagles playoff game. How you feeling, pal? The Eagles are winning this game. Oh! <laughs> the Eagles are winning this game. Get right into it. 30 to 27. I think it's going to be a great day for the offense. I think the defense gets just enough done. Head coach candidate Jonathan Gannon has a good day, and I think 27 points is a good day. And as the week has gone on, I mean, we've talked multiple times throughout the week. I was in the last two days uh, with um, Jack Fritz and John Marks, and, you know, I've called in, and it's been a tough game, and this is a tough one to predict. But as the week's gone on, a lot of these games I pick with my gut, right? It's a narrative thing for me. I, like X's and O's, we'll get into that, and I can explain why I think they'll win from an X's and O's standpoint. But as the week has gone on, I've become more and more convinced that the Eagles are absolutely winning this game. Well, I love to hear that. I have not gotten myself there. I definitely think they'll be in it. I think it'll be a closer mm-hmm. game than the spread, and you know, we'll get into all that stuff. I just I can't get that that Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni in their first career playoff start are going to go on the road and beat Tom Brady. I can't get there yet. Now, to be fair, credit where due. You were more right about this team than I was this year. There's no question. You mm-hmm. thought they were a playoff team before the season. You've been one of the few people who kind of were all in on this well, team, what, and, and fu- they've proven you right. So I, 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 I hesitate to doubt you, but it's hard for me not to doubt you well, today. Well, what's funny is I remember for our, like, official season preview radio show, like the Saturday before their, their uh, season opener, I, there was a video uh, I took of me. I was in here doing the thing. And I said, the Eagles are making the playoffs, James, and they're going to win a playoff game. And I posted the video, but I edited out the win a playoff <laughs> game because I copped out of the prediction. I was like, let's not get crazy here, Elliot, right? So, <laughs> so I, you know, in some ways, right? But no, I, I just, I really do think it just, when I, when I look at this game, there's so many advantages that I think the Eagles have. And 
Tom Brady is good enough to overtake all of them. So you're you're uh, saying that you just don't think Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni can beat Tom Brady? Not crazy at all, right? It could be <laughs> it could be as simple as that. But when I look around the field and I look at the offensive line versus the defensive line, I do think there's some concern with the Eagles' defensive line versus the Bucks' offensive line. But I don't think the Bucks' receivers are that good outside of Mike Evans. I don't think their secondary is that good. Their linebackers are banged up. Their running backs, Leonard Fournette, might not even play. Ronald Jones, I think, has already been ruled out, yes. if I'm not mistaken. So there's just not a lot there with Tampa that makes you worry. Like, I get everyone's worried about their defensive line and their run-stopping defense line and Vita Vea and all that, like, I would much rather game plan for Vita Vea, like a 350-pound defensive run-stopping tackle than an elite edge rusher, right? Shaq Barrett's coming off an injury. Jason Pierre-Paul coming off an injury. So I just look around, and I think the Eagles, if you take away the quarterback spot, and it's not a knock on Jalen Hurts because it's Tom Brady we're talking about here, but if you take away the quarterback spot, I'm not sure that the Bucks are a much more talented roster than the Eagles are because the Eagles – have just as good of a defensive, I'm sorry, an offensive line. They have the best cornerback in the game, right? Devontae Smith is not Mike Evans, so that you would give the advantage, some, I would say, to the Bucks at receiver. But the Eagles have better running backs. I think they – Goddard and Gronk is tough. So I think you'd go Gronk. Yeah, you'd there, go Gronk yeah. there, Gronk's yeah. Been great, but, but Dallas is very good. So I think it's, it's even-ish is what I'm kind of saying. And then I just think about Nick Sirianni in this spot, and I think back to week one against Atlanta when he rested everybody for the whole preseason, and they rested people last week against Dallas, and they did it because they wanted a competitive advantage. They, they were ready for the playoffs. They say, we know what we want to do here. Nick Sirianni said in the postgame presser after Dallas that he wanted Jalen 100% so that they could do what they want to do against Tampa. And I really think this is a Nick Sirianni game. Like I think he comes out tomorrow and the game plan – is exciting. It's something that we haven't seen this year from them. I think they catch the Bucks by surprise, and I really, really think they win this game. Oh, man. Elliot well, Shore Parks, who is delusional. Oh, yeah, look at well, that. With my back to the producer, he does that to me. <laughs> Shout out to Dan Wilson. Look, I, uh, I I love the optimism. I love the hope. And, and again, I do not, as much as I, I never expected to be sitting here talking to you this weekend, heading into a playoff game, you know I didn't. Right. I thought we'd be talking about the draft right now. And I didn't after the Raiders game. Yeah, I think and no certainly, one did. Certainly after they lost to the Bucks, I don't really think either of us would have said, even if they're in the playoffs, that we would either of us would think they have a chance. Like Even if you don't think they're going to win, I would say you think they probably have like, I don't know, 30, 35. I feel much better about their chances than I ever expected to going into this game. Right. I can paint scenarios where they win the game, to your point. You know, if they come in and, and they do run the ball from the start, and it is a, a multi-rushing attack using Hurts in those spots, right. the ankles 100%, all that type of stuff. The rain. The the rain, the wind, the, all those type of factors going in. You know, a turnover or two, like, you can paint a picture where the Eagles can win this game. Again, I just struggle to get there because I look at Tom Brady across the field. And look, it comes down to your boy. It comes down to Jonathan Gannon. This is the game. I mean, as you said, he's getting head coaching interviews. Two interviews the Broncos, now. the yeah. Vikings. Like, I'm sure a lot of Philadelphia doesn't get it, but but apparently there are people in the NFL who like Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. But this is a this is a big spot for him because I think that going into this game, I think most Eagles fans feel confident in the offense. Look, Jalen Hurts, a 23-year-old in his first career playoff start on the road, like that's a tough spot for anyone in any situation. But I do think that, you know, with the way this offense has been able to run the ball, with the offensive line being healthy going into this game, I think you look at the offense and say, all right, I, I can see them scoring points against this defense. The question is, can they stop Tom Brady? Well, and, and that's that, where I, I struggle to get there. That's the concern, right? Because the Eagles' defensive line has certainly underperformed this year. 
I still lean a little bit towards, look, they have talent there, Hargrave, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat. Like, I still believe in the talent, but there's no denying they've been a disappointment this year. 31st in sacks, they're 23rd or 22nd, I believe, in overall pressure percentage on dropbacks. They have done a good, somewhat of a good job getting hurries, which does matter, but ultimately they're not bringing him down. So, and against that Buccaneers offensive line, I heard you say it this week, might be the, pe- the best pass-blocking offensive line in the league. Tom Brady gets it out, I think, second quickest in the NFL. So when you combine that line with Tom Brady getting out quickly, then yes, I do think the pressure on Tom Brady could be an issue. But the other thing that when I went back and I watched the uh, Eagles' first loss to the Buccaneers, their tackling was horrendous in that game. They missed, I think it was nine tackles, four or five of which came from the linebacker position. That night, Davion Taylor was playing. Alex Singleton was playing a lot. Eric Wilson got some snaps. T.J. Edwards not a part of the defense. T.J. Edwards was not a part of the defense. Right, Mm -hmm. so I think the tackling could be better. And when you think about the wind, right, I think where the wind impacts the passing game is down the field. Brady, he does throw it down the field, don't get me wrong, but I also think, like, if he's going to be getting it out quickly and, and, you know, doing the short game, the wind doesn't really impact that. But what will impact it is better tackling. So if the Eagles can be a better tackling team, I think they'll have better a better performance against a defense. And I don't think we can lean on the weather when analyzing this game too no, much, right? No. Like I think we've gone a little far. Tom Brady far played with in it. New England for twenty years or whatever. Like he's played in some tough weather well, games and, before. And, and not just that. I think that. And look, you're talking to the weather king. I we love know. following weather, we right? All those things. But I think when analyzing the game, everybody's gone a little too far in including the weather. Like there's a very good chance tomorrow. It's just sunny and, and windy. Like, and I'm not diminishing wind, but I don't think it's going to be a type of wind where it severely impacts things. But the Eagles don't need that. The Eagles can run the ball on the Buccaneers. They can control the clock. And Jalen Hurts is playing way better than he was in that first matchup. The other thing that stood out when I rewatched that game was there were plays to be made that he did not make. Your boy, Jalen Rager, and I'm being facetious because <laughs> yeah. he's probably the least your boy in uh, yes. of anybody here. Yes. But. Jalen Rager had two down-the-field pass interference penalties that totaled almost 100 yards. Like, he got behind the Buccaneers secondary. If whatever anybody thinks about Jalen Rager, take that for what it is. Jalen Rager got behind the Buck secondary twice. Like, Sirianni schemed Jalen Rager open. There were times where Devontae Smith was open, and early on in the year when they were throwing it too much, that was a mistake. They should have been running it more. But also, Jalen wasn't playing as well. He wasn't making good decisions. He was leaving the pocket too quickly. His accuracy wasn't as good. And he's improved, and that's to his credit. He's absolutely improved. So when I look at this Bucks defense, I don't think the Bucks are as good as they were in Week 6. I think the Eagles are better than they were in Week 6. And, yes, there's Tom Brady, and that could be enough. But, it, but I just feel like this Eagles team's not done yet. I feel like they have one more in them. They won't beat the Packers. Like, I will not be picking them to beat the Packers. I can tell you that right now. But they, I think they can go into Tampa and win this game. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get it now. We'll get to some of the specific key matchups in the game, some of the key players. But quickly before we go to the the phones, you just mentioned him, the Jalen Hurts thing. Yeah. The idea of Jalen Hurts being twenty three years old, the youngest Eagle, he on Sunday he will become the youngest Eagles quarterback to ever start a playoff game. Did you hear this from Ray Dinger earlier? Guess how no. old Guess how old Jalen Hurts was when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. Um, so I mean, just off the well, top, I mean, he's to probably like two out. or three or something like that, right? Three, okay, yeah, great. yeah, he was three years old when yeah. Tom Brady won his first uh, Super Bowl. Uh. It's insane. And, and with that in mind, you're going in on the road to face the GOAT. I know you're yeah. not on the field at the same time, you're squaring off quarterback versus quarterback against the GOAT. Tell me why I shouldn't be super nervous about a 23 year old kid walking into this spot. 
because he's not playing Tom Brady. And I hate to play that card because I'm very big into, like, quarterback matchups and all that stuff. So I'm not trying to be annoying with that answer. But he's actually not playing Tom Brady. He's going up against a Bucks defense that they can control the ball on, that the secondary is not that good. And he has Dallas Goddard this time. Last time that he went up against the Bucks, remember, no Dallas Goddard. Uh, Jordan Mailata was playing right tackle yeah, because no Lane was, at, uh, was out and Dillard was at left tackle. Dillard, not a good run-blocking offensive lineman. Decent pass blocking, but not a good run-blocking one. So I don't think no they're No Jordan gonna, Howard at that point as no well, No Jordan, right? Jordan Howard wasn't even on the active yeah. roster. I don't even think Boston Scott had touched the ball at that point yep. that season, yep. right? So if you look at it, they're a completely different offense. I don't think Jalen is going to have to— If they win, I'm not going to diminish it because if, they, if you are the quarterback of a team that goes in and beats Tom Brady's team, you deserve credit for that. 100%. So I don't care if he has 100 yards, 350 yards. If they go in tomorrow and he wins that game, he gets credit for it. But I don't think they're going to have to put it on his shoulders. I don't think he's going to have to— outduel Tom Brady, he's just going to have to be Jalen. And what Jalen does a really good job of is he makes smart decisions with the ball. He extends plays when it's needed. And recently, he's been really good on third downs. And that's really what they need from him. What they need from him is when there's moments in the game, third and seven, third and 12, fourth and whatever, right? That's when you need him. You don't need him to be first and second down, like, you know, 12, 11 yards. Like, you you don't need him to be bringing them up and down the field through the passing game. What they need is they need on the – Big downs for him to be special, and I think he can do that. Yeah, and look, he's done that a lot with his legs this year. I think yeah. that's an he's underrated part of his game. Like he just knows where the sticks are. He has a, fi- a way of finding the sticks when he's running on yeah. third down. Like he's been really impressive with that, and also the decision of when to run, when to stay in the pocket. As you talked about, he's improved on that over the course of the season. Look, I'm excited about the opportunity for Jalen to watch Jalen go into here. And I don't think he's going to be a disaster or anything. And like I don't that. think he'll be intimidated. I, I'm not. Yeah, look, he's not he scared ca- of the moment. The way he carries himself, and, and granted, performance wise, we could talk about it, but he has played in big games before. I know not in the yes. NFL, but he has played in big games. Big, bigger games than this one. In terms of people in the stands, in terms of eyes Eyeballs, on the game, pressure. all that. He has, you know, the national championship yeah. game is a bigger game in that Absolutely. Sense. But now you're going up against the GOAT on the road. So it is a. it's going to be fascinating to watch Jalen Hurts tomorrow and see him in this spot. But I, I do like the. the potential of what type of game we could see from Hurts. And I do think it comes back to what you said before. I think ultimately it's more on Sirianni than on Hurts. It's on Sirianni to put Jalen in positions to be successful, to get him going, to to run the ball early yeah. and not mess and I think around. I think they will too. But. So another thing, if you were if you're Nick Sirianni, so you're on the sideline tomorrow, you got the visor, you got the stickers, all that stuff, and you win the coin toss, do you take the ball or do you defer? It, it, look, it's a great question. I know it's one of those, you know, back and forth. I want right. to not give Brady the ball. Kima. I would defer. Uh, it's what they've done all year. I, I, I like the idea. Brady is so good at, at stealing possessions at the end of yeah. halves. He's so good at the two for one, you know, finding a way to get that touchdown at the end of the half and then get the ball back, start that second half. That scares me. You know, the whole, like, on the road, get the ball to start the second half yeah. thing is, is valuable. So I wouldn't crush them either way. But I lean towards deferring. Just generally, that's how I look so at the game. So my, my head agrees with you. Like, I, your argument is the correct one. But there's part of me from a momentum perspective where I think it could be so big for the Eagles if they can get the ball tomorrow and kill, like, four minutes off the clock. If they can take the ball tomorrow, run it, kill time, go down the field, even if you just get a field goal, even if you get down to, like, the Tampa 40 and you punt, like, who knows, right? But if you can just kill the crowd from the jump. And if you remember against Tampa in that first game, they kicked off, they deferred, right? And Tampa went right down the field and scored. And the Eagles matched, but Tampa initially just sucked all the energy out of that crowd right off the jump, down at the link. 
This time you're in Tampa. So I think taking the ball first could be very advantageous. I get what you're saying. Getting at the end of the third would be, or beginning of the third would be so big. But with a young team that maybe is going to be kind of antsy, and I, I would take the ball and try to like calm thing down, calm things down immediately with the running. Yeah, and the concern is you give Brady the ball, he walks down the field, and you're well, like, whoop. Oh, but the other concern down is and all that. I get it. The other concern is you take it, you go three and out in like 30 seconds, it's and then you've, you've killed that. True yeah. too. So two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stand? Eagles, Bucks, a playoff game tomorrow mm. on WIP. Where do you stand? It's as simple as that. Eagles, Bucks. Elliot thinks they win. I can't get there. I do think it's going to be a good game, a tight game. And again, we'll get into some of the specific matchups, some of the most important players in this game coming up throughout the show. 215-592-9494. We don't have Tom from Abington with us. Shout out to Tom. Still he's thinking of him. Thinking yeah. of him. He's, he's getting through. He's doing okay. I've, I've uh, talked to Tom. He's doing okay. But... With that in mind, we'll go to our other Tom to start this show off. Let's go to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Yo, Tommy. Hello, it's Tom, substitute Tom, <laughs> Minshew Tom, whatever Tom. you want to call me. Well, I won't you know Tom, what you are, Tom? I won't Tom. say Tommy 2.0, though. You know what you are? You're Go Birds, Tom. I love like, it. You're not, you're not, go, the, go birds, not the Marks and Reese, Tom. You are Go Birds, Tom. Love it. What's on your That's mind, right. Tommy? So, you know, I'm thinking – the, 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 like, I've spent two weeks looking at DVOA and being a little bit scared. Love it. Listening to Brady Bingo and, and being, you know, a little bit concerned and all the rest of it. And then a day ago, I decided I'm going to go back and I'm going to listen to some podcasts from 2017. And I listened to that great, great WIP compilation that was put together, The Road to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, oh, my God, listening to the WIP hosts, and the talk about the city after the Oakland and Dallas games, it was so depressing. Yeah. Everybody was so panicked. And then, then what happened? We learned that culture matters and the underdog mentality matters. And this team's culture is great, the team that we have now. And it really, really made me think that, geez, I've got to get out of my head and more into my heart. Yeah. We've got an Alabama quarterback that knows he can win. We've got, we've got some really great offensive line. We've got some great uh, running backs. Hopefully they're going to be healthy. And hopefully the quarterback's going to be healthy and he's going to be able to run. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I, it is funny thinking back to that Super Bowl run, how you know people look back and they're like, oh, well, you know, they had Nick Foles. But at the time, it was they're done. Like They played bad against Oakland. Oh, they played yeah, bad against buddy. Dallas. But, but moving to this game, I agree with you. Like, I, I think there are X's and O's ways you can point to a win. I don't think this is, you know, expecting, like, the Jaguars to beat the Colts, right? Like, right, there's probably not uh, – you, you can find ways to do it. But I agree with you, Tom, that, like, there's just something about the moment right now that does feel like an Eagles win. It just feels like they have one more in them. And I think this, honestly, comes from Sirianni. Like, when we started the year, I think everybody was kind of skeptical on Sirianni. Everyone was kind of clowning him, especially nationally. Now, I think a lot of the optimism for this game, Jalen Hurts is certainly part of it, but I think it's Sirianni. Like, people believe in Sirianni, and when you have a head coach that a fan base believes in, then I, I don't think it's irrational at all to think they could win the game. Dead on. Dead on, Elliot. And the thing is, and James, you're so good at bringing us up when we need to be brought up. And I think that you have a little role that, if you're willing to, that you can do that again. Mm. Because this could be – it could be – a game that we win, even 
if it's not a game that we win, this is the capstone to a season that is basically a successful season. Agreed. So let's get up for this game and let's be excited. Tommy, I, great call as expected. And I'm with you on that. Look, like, I know it's killing James to not pick the Eagles. Yeah, and Just, look, again, I— someone that can see his face. Yes, and again, I, I, first of all, getting up in terms of—I've had, like, my stomach has had butterflies all week. Like, yeah. I, I feel this. And honestly, like— uh, this is like as excited as I've been for a playoff game in a while in the sense that I don't have that tension that I normally feel. I do feel like I'm I'm not it's not house money like I think that's the wrong term but I am going into this like I don't expect them to it's win. Cherry on top. So it does and I do agree with Tom. I think this season is a success no matter what happens. Obviously yep. I don't want to see him get blown out tomorrow or whatever but I think no matter what this season has been a success and the fact that they're even playing in this game is a success and something to be excited about. And I do think they can win it. It's just well, I gotta be real and say I, I can't I can't expect them to win. So it. I think that tomorrow is a good measuring stick because we have seen the Eagles play against subpar opponents. There's no getting around that. They have played subpar opponents. And if they go into Tampa tomorrow and it's not competitive, that is something to consider. But here's what I would say. It's different to go into a playoff game than it is if we would have seen them against a quality opponent in week like sixteen. So I, I think tomorrow's a great measuring stick. We'll see where they're at. But if they play poorly tomorrow and they're they're not competitive, it could be part like part of that will be the playoff stage, in my opinion. I still think if they lose thirty to ten and it looks even worse than that, then yeah, we gotta talk, right? And like have some maybe recalibrating about how we feel. But I think part of if they're not competitive could be a lack of playoff experience. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Eagles Bucks tomorrow. Where do you stand on this game? To to what we just heard from Tom, and I do think you know there are a lot of people this week where they're starting to feel those juices and yeah. starting to feel like this Eagles team really does have a chance to go in and beat up a beat up you know sub you know not what they used to be Bucks team. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Get it now. Coming up next too, I'm going to tell Elliot who I think is the most important player. In this game, the I don't sing- know the answer to that. Single most, obviously outside, like Jalen Hurts. You know, I'm talking about right. non-quarterback, most important player in this game. I'm going to get Elliot's thoughts as well. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of action and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances that it makes watching the games so much more exciting. In football, you can bet passing and rushing yards. You can bet on two scores, touchdown, hoops. Bet points, rebounds, assists, and hockey. You can bet goal scores and more, plus with the live in-game betting. And the wildly popular same-game parlays, the Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. And there couldn't be a more perfect weekend to download the app and bet on games, playoff games, starting at 4.30 today through Monday night. All kinds of action, and of course, Philly an eight and a half point underdog. That's too many points. Again, I'm not sure they're going to win the game, but I think eight and a half is a great bet, and there are a lot of great bets on the board. And look, we're going to be watching these games anyway. Throw a few bucks on it, and you're that much more invested in the outcome. It is so much fun. The app's intuitive. It's easy to use. And here's the deal: if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. You on your fa- make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or player you're watching or bet on any game. Just download the app. And go to uh, parkscasino.com slash PA and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Again, that's parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your first bet risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The Park Sportsbook app, the website, has all the terms and conditions. It is Go Birds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer. 
with you till three. Eagles Bucks tomorrow, one o'clock, right here on WIP. Little bit of injury news, actually. Ooh. Yeah. So looks like for tomorrow, still gonna play, I believe, but Elliot has a paper cut. Oh and no. He's been added to the injury report. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. I, I tried to cap you up there. Did I trick was, you? You did. You, you did. did. You okay, got yeah. me a little scared. You looked a little, a little nervous. nervous. I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, what's yeah. happening right well, now? Well, I did the thing. I held my phone up to you make did. you think yeah, I just you heard. You really did. You yeah. really played it, you know, Thank perfectly. You. But, yeah, I got a paper cut this morning. And, man, let I me I see the Band-Aid you. now. Thank it's you. It's good to see. Yes. You okay? I you am get... okay. I'm going to make it through. <laughs> oh, we'll man. see if it impacts my typing. But, like, for an injury that I would say, like, you hear it and people think, oh, that's, like, a soft injury. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think anyone hears a paper cut and, you know, gets legit concerned. Agree. I'm a man. Exactly. I'm 40. Exactly. That is true. You are 40, true. Yeah. 40, yeah. But I will say paper cuts definitely suck more than I yeah, expected. They're, they're no fun. They're, yeah. it's, not, it's annoying. It's in a bad spot. You use your fingers and all that. I get but it. But look, it's the playoffs. Tough enough. Still got to yeah. get on my flight. Still got to cover the yeah. game, right? Yeah. So, yeah. thoughts I'm and guessing, prayers. I'm guessing – Every single player playing in the game has injuries that are worse than your paper cut. So, well, <laughs> I don't know. What's Jake Elliott really dealing with at this point <laughs> of the season? All right, 215-592-9494. Coming up in just a minute, I'm going to tell you the player, actually two players, but, but okay, really yeah. one player who I think is the most important player in the game tomorrow outside of, you know, Jalen Hurts. Uh, and I'm nervous about it. So we'll get to that right. in a sec. First, I look down at my screen. Elliot, uh, you know I'm not Mr. Social Media, right? Like, not I think that's safe to say. Safe to say, right? I'm not Mr. Twitter, you get in, right? you get out. Yes. You don't I, linger on the I, Twitter. I tweet out my, my podcast, and I'll yes. throw some, some takes out every once Dallas in a while. Dallas sucks, go birds, but the hits. every once in a while, you know, I see my mentions. I don't, I don't check them all the time, whatever. I'm not the best with it, you know, but I sometimes see one, and I'll see one that, that compels me to react. Yes. And I get a tweet. We get a tweet yesterday. From a big fan in Scotland. Love a it. guy named Gary in Scotland. And, you know, saying, love the pod, showing his Spotify rap and all that. Go Birds International. Yes. Like last week, it was calls from all over. Yes. And I tweeted back. I was like, thank you so much. Because it's from Scotland. I'm like, this is super cool. Someone's listing us in Scotland. How cool is that? And he said he would like to call in sometime. And I was like, Gary, please call in. Wouldn't you know it? Maybe I should be on social media a little more. more because let's go to Scotland and talk to Gary. Gary, thanks for calling in, man. How are you, pal? You're welcome, Gary. It's really good to be on. You're both well. My man, appreciate ah, you calling in. It Gary. is our honor, Gary. How you doing, pal? What's on your mind, my friend? Yeah, yeah. No, it's great to it's great to call. And like I said, you guys have listened to almost five days total listening time <laughs> wow. last year. A lot. Which is yeah. like more time than I've spent with some of my family. So, um, yeah, <laughs> probably it, true. Yeah, feel, we appreciate feel it, Gary. We so, appreciate it. I'm, I'm going to change the narrative a little bit. It's one of your favorite topics. It's Jonathan Gannon. Yes, yes. We all know. Yes. We all know he's critical tomorrow. Like, but earlier this week, I watched an NFL Network segment titled "Who Is Jonathan Gannon?" Now, I ask myself this question every Sunday evening. So I thought. I'm going to watch this, right? Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, he's now been recommended for all these hedge coach jobs. He's highly thought of, like Josh mm-hmm. McDaniels nearly took him to the Colts in 2018. Yeah. Now, we know that he kind of sat off the top quarterbacks at the start of the season, and I thought I'd give him time, given we don't really have top quality in our defense, right? Mm-hmm. He's made slight adjustments. Now, ironically... If we play Brady well tomorrow and beat the Bucks, I wonder how many fans will change their mind about Gannon. But also, will that already be too late? Because defeating Brady will surely elevate him into those head coach roles. So, yeah. two questions for you guys. My questions are, firstly, 
what are we missing or are we missing something that we'll regret if he leaves? And mm-hmm. secondly, I'm really interested to hear what impact if Gannon leaves that will have on Nick given their strong relationship that they've really developed. So over to you guys. Oh, you mean there's well, the relationship? I'll let Elliot answer the yeah. Gannon question because I think we would, yeah, I don't know if I would be very equipped the relationship to tell you what we're with, losing. Uh, the relationship with Nick, you said? Yeah, at the end you yeah. said Nick. So, I mean, here to, to answer both your questions, First, if the Eagles lose Jonathan Gannon, it's definitely a major loss. Like, people can, you know, say, oh, I hate Gannon, all like, whatever. If you lose a coordinator, it's a major loss. If you lose one that you don't fire, that is not something you were planning on doing. Finding a defensive coordinator is not easy. So, yes, if they lose Gannon, it's a big loss. If the Eagles are not in the playoffs without the job Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon has done this year, there's no question about that. So it's absolutely a loss if they lose him. What would that mean about Nick? I've actually thought about this because there's a lot of candidates out there that I think would make sense. Vic Fangio, uh, Brian Flores is probably going to get head coaching yeah, job, so. but if he doesn't, that would certainly be a candidate. And there was another Mike Zimmer, right? Sure. Like those type of guys. If I'm the Eagles, I would be hesitant to bring in a former head coach. If you look at when Doug was a rookie head coach, I think him and Jim Schwartz at times like had dynamic issues in terms of Doug was unproven. Schwartz had been a head coach, probably felt like he should be a head coach, which is probably how Vic Fangio, Brian Flores, and uh, Mike Zimmer feel. So I think Gannon and uh, and I've talked about this a lot actually. Everyone on the coaching staff being the same position of their career, I think, is so crucial. Like everyone's trying to prove themselves. Everyone's thirsty. Everyone's hungry. And I just feel like hiring a veteran type defensive coordinator would not be good for the vibe of the staff. So I think losing Gannon both on the field as a coach and then in like the dynamics of the coaching staff would be a big loss, like a major loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, it's, it's strange because, James, I listen to you every week and I'm like, yes, Gannon's killing me here. He's literally <laughs> killing me. But, but at the same time, I'm like, there's got to be something here. Like, is it a lack of quality with the players and we're just yeah. not seeing his philosophy come through? So, yeah, it's a big dilemma. But I think tomorrow if we win, he's off anyway. So, um, and hopefully we will win, guys. I've got a kind of little got feeling we will do it so love it. um but love yeah it. thanks so much for taking my call gary so, thanks for calling um, man we really appreciate it it's awesome having you in scout no. listening thanks man thanks guys definitely call love again you. so let me ask you this you're howie roseman or jeffrey lurie or your neck i don't know whoever you think makes a decision sure would you actually fire gannon i don't think look there's no chance they're going to so you no no what would you do yes or no would you fire gannon look if i knew i could get vic fangio if vic fangio said i will come be your defensive coordinator if you fire jonathan gannon then yes you would i would it. fire okay. jonathan gannon i would rather would you do vic it for fangio. mike zimmer uh probably i would All right. i don't think mike zimmer is gonna take a defensive coordinator job right away he's head coach for so long i think he'll take you know i think fangio will go back to it i don't know about zimmer uh, regardless, for Fangio, I would. Zimmer, I would. Yeah, I just, I don't, look, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think. Oh, they're definitely, get, they're definitely not. They're definitely yet. not. And he's definitely not getting one of these head coaching jobs. I don't think. I think it's unlikely that he get. Look, my theory that I said to you is the two teams that have asked for interviews are the Vikings and the Broncos. Broncos run by George Patton, who used to be with the Vikings. Right. Gannon was in Minnesota. I think they're just getting him into the, the interview thing. Like, that's a thing in the NFL. That's how it works. You get interviews, then you get more interviews because of it. It's like, you know. Just the way the game works, I think they're helping their boy out getting some. Well, and the funny part about this is, if like let's say the Vikings or the Broncos were to call me and say, Elliot, we're interviewing Gannon. Seems like you think highly of him. Should we hire him as our head coach? I would say absolutely not. <laughs> like I would not hire a defensive yeah, head know, coach. Yeah. And I understand that there is a leader of men aspect. 
and maybe Gannon is that. Like, I, I don't think Gannon has a personality where I'm like, oh, he definitely can't be head coach. But I certainly don't view him as a like a strong leader of men type, you know, guy. So I, I, I would not hire Gannon if I were the head coach, if I were running a team. All right, back to the phones in a second. Our next caller actually wants to talk about the player that I want to talk about. The Perfect. person I think is most important for, for a number of reasons, a lot of which is the uncertainty of it all. I, I think clearly I could pick anyone on the defensive line. Right, I think the biggest matchup in tomorrow's game for the Philadelphia Eagles, outside yeah. of Jalen Hurts playing well, as we said, is the Eagles' defensive line against the Bucks' offensive line and their ability to get to Brady with four. We know that's the only way this defense really works, especially against a quarterback yep. like Tom Brady. I don't even know if Josh Sweat's going to play. Yeah, He is their best pass rusher. And you could say, look, if you want to say Fletcher Cox is the most important player in the game, if you want to say Javon Hargrave is the most important player in the game, cool, I'm with that or whatever. But for me right now, Josh Sweat, the guy who they need to get pressure on Tom Brady, hasn't practiced all week. We don't know what's going on. It's an abdominal pain, in illness, yeah. whatever. Like, I think Josh Sweat is one of the two or three or four, whatever you want to say, most important Eagles in this game tomorrow. I don't know if he's going to play. I'm nervous about the whole thing. Elliot, tell me what to think. So it reminds me of the situation where prior to the Washington game earlier this year, Boston Scott was away from the team all week with an illness. And – it's important to note that especially in these times with COVID, like anytime anybody's sick, the first instinct is, oh, maybe he has COVID or it must be COVID, right? And so uh, presumably, and I think this is a safe assumption, Josh Sweat is testing for COVID quite a bit if he's symptomatic to some degree with an illness, right? And he's not being placed on the COVID list. So Josh Sweat, as of now, and clearly things can change at any minute, does not have COVID. So he will be like eligible to play in the game. He's not on the COVID list and the game's tomorrow. So he's going to be eligible eligible to play. Uh, Nick Sirianni said he was back in the building one day this week, which is good because they must not feel like he's super contagious. I don't know if yep. he was around the team, but yep. he was back in the building. Ultimately, I can't imagine he sits this game out. And the abdomen thing is, you know, scary to hear, right? Like that is not just he, he has a cold. But I just can't imagine he'll miss his first playoff game. Yeah, it would be his first. First playoff game. He might have been on the 2019 team, actually. Yeah, but I, he wasn't really playing. Right, he wasn't really yeah. playing. But so this will be like the first real playoff game for him. I just don't think he'll miss it. And how, how like, impacted will he be by this? I, I don't know. Because if he's feeling sick, I have no idea how he feels. But you're right that he is absolutely a crucial part to this game. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Denver and talk to Lou, who wants to talk about Josh Sweat. Hey, Lou. Hey, guys. Great show. Hey, what's going um, on, before I get to that, I just got to say, you know, the whole pandemic, it's wearing on everybody. It's wearing on me. But, man, whenever the Philadelphia Eagles are in the playoffs, what a great time to be alive. Totally. I man. mean, this is awesome. I'm so with it, you, it, man. This is great. So pumped. And um, I think they need to. They need to score at least 28 points Absolutely. to win this game. Uh, I agree. Yep. They have to. Have to. And I think the win could play a factor because hopefully Gannon, who's – I hope I don't know if we'll get a head coaching job or not, but I would say if they play closer to the line and make them throw down the field, it's harder to throw down the field on the wind. That could be an advantage for us. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, though, guys. I mean, they probably win two to three games out of ten for this particular game, so they have a shot. Yeah, they really do. My thing with the wind is it's just dangerous. Now, look, the the 
game, like when the game starts and you're there, maybe you can make it, like adjustments. But I think it's dangerous to game plan throughout the week as if the wind is going to be an impact. Because then who knows? Like you could get there and it's not windy at all. And you, you I think you just have to study the tape of what sure. the, buck, the Bucks are. But I agree with you. Like if the Eagles, if it's like the uh, Patriots um, Bills game from earlier in the year, right? Like you have to adjust to the weather if it looks like it's impacting it. So I do agree with you there. I just feel like it's going to be competitive. And if we can somehow have the ball at the end of the game with Jalen Hurts, you know, two minutes, we have a shot. I mean, anything can happen in this game. And, you know, just keep keep Brady without the ball with two minutes. If we can somehow align that where we're down, you know, you know, let's say 21-27 uh, and we have the ball, I feel comfortable in that position. I really yeah. do with this, with this kid. I believe in him. So, let's go Eagles! Let's go! We're winning this game! Super Bowl! Let's there go, baby! Let's there. go! Lou, I love there it. it. Is. That's what we needed. Bring the hype. And, and look, I'm with him in the idea of, of, especially after the last two years we've had as humans. Right. And also as, I have a paper e- cut. as, e- as Eagles fans. Like, the, what we went through last year, like, as bad a season as I've had in my lifetime. Like, top three worst Eagles seasons I've ever watched. And maybe the worst when you take it all together. To be sitting here now just even talking about a playoff game, like, that is exciting. Would you rather, so you're in, you can pick the situations. Think about this during the break. Would you rather be up four with two minutes to go or down four with the ball? Like, so either, down four either, with either the ball. you have to. I don't need to think about it. I would much rather have the game in the offense's hands than the defense. Okay. For sure. All right. I think I'd take the lead just to have the I get the it. Lead, I, but... Look, that's win percentage wise probably the right answer, but yeah. I just trust the offense and I don't trust that's the That's fair. 215 592 9494. Coming up next. A caller who makes a lot of people angry. I wonder who he's going to pick. He makes a lot of people angry, but here's the question. He was pretty wrong about this team this year. I was. I admitted it. Will he admit he was wrong Mm. about this football team and what they could do this year? I'm guessing he's not going to because that's his style. We're going to find out next. That caller is coming up next. It's Go Birds Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. And let me tell you that the Eagles are in the playoffs, and you know what that means. It's Miller time. Philly and Miller Lite wants to help you with your home getting for this weekend's playoff game. Stop by your local beer distributor this weekend and check out all the Miller Lite Eagles features. From bottles to cans, from large packs to small, Miller Lite has something for everyone. So pick up some Miller Lite for the Eagles playoff game on Sunday and go birds! It's Miller time, Philly. Celebrate responsibly. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer with you till three. Talking Eagles playoffs. Still feels weird to say it. Getting Did ready not to fly see this to coming. Tampa. You're getting ready. Elliot, you're leaving me early. I know. I got to leave 20 minutes or- Last early. Last segment by myself yeah. here because Elliot's got to go to Tampa big time. That is an interesting part of the job, and I love my job. I have literally no complaints. But it's so funny to think, like, next week I could be going to Green Bay or I could not be. Yeah. And then from there, I could be going. It's hard to make plans that way. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you want, like, a reason as to why the Eagles will win, this is the best reason I can give you of any reason. So two months ago, Kristen asked me, do you want to get tickets to this concert? Mm -hmm. And it was next weekend. So it was like January 20th something Mm -hmm. or other. And this is back way before. Yeah, so this is like, you know, they they were like three and whatever, right? Three and six. And so she's like, do you want to get tickets? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be fun. Sure. Whatever. Second round of the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and in my head, I'm like, well, I'll definitely be able to go. (laughs) And so now, if the Eagles win this week, and then next week I have to go to Green Bay, 
I can no longer go to the concert. Wow. And if you want like a perfect, like, of course, me, <laughs> me saying I can go to the concert then not being able to go. Yeah. So if you're an Eagles fan out there and you know how this works when you say something's going to happen and then you have to, I'm going to have to tell her, right? So the Eagles are winning. Honestly, that made me feel better about the game than any of yeah, the football there's stuff. There's literally no chance the Eagles are going to lose and I'm not going to have to like say I can't go to the concert. 215-592-9494. Sometimes in life, you got to admit when you're wrong. You got to eat a little crow. I Don't I know that, it? Don't I thought I this was it. a seven-win yeah. football team. Yeah. I was wrong. They're better than I thought they'd be. The roster isn't as bad as I thought it would be. My man in King of Prussia, though, does not like to admit it. Mad Mike, will you admit you were wrong about this Eagles team? No, because I'm not wrong. Mike, you said four wins, dude. You yeah. said four wins. Yeah, I'm they sorry won nine. They, they played the Little Sisters of the Poor seven Did, weeks in wait, a Wait, can row. I ask you something, Mike? Did you look at the schedule before you made the prediction? <laughs> Did do you, Are you aware of what division they play in? Did you look at it when you said, and I quote, the start of their schedule isn't that hard? Yeah, no, you know you what? Didn't. I was wrong about that. Yeah, That's something wrong, I got wrong. wrong. Yeah, this you're not wrong. Mike, okay. Mike, 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 Mike. Fraud. Mike, it's fraud Mike you, it's okay to say I no. was wrong. No. You were and wrong. You were flat out play, stone cold wrong. When you, they play a legitimate team with the greatest quarterback of all time, and they get sent home early because you're going to that concert and you're going to cry yourself to sleep in some vegan butter. You big oh, I, I, I love the vegan butter. So you're trying yeah, to come at me, but do. I love the vegan butter. And I can't like, get behind I'm the vegan. I'm sorry. The more the people that cry about vegan butter try to tell me that this is a good team, the more I know I'm right. Well, does it kill you to know team. that I know more about football than you do since I was you, right about this? It's got to kill you inside. So it just has wrong. to kill you I mean, you he inside, was more Mike. right than you, Mike. He was more right than who, me. Who assessed this season It's okay to admit it. Me or you. Ellie was right. We were wrong. No, this, this team is this team is completely not. And you know what? After this game, it's going to be so bad. They're going to be like, oh, no, if Jalen Hurts is the actual franchise of the future. Yeah. What a like, ball no, of joy you are, Mike. No, Mike. No, and you Mike, know what? Uh, what, what Howie Roseman's going to go back to drafting the, from the Little Sisters of the Poor Community College. It's it's all coming back to normal. It's going to be fine. It's fine. Mike, a pleasure, buddy, as Have always. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Sometimes you just got to say it, man. Yeah. I love Mad Mike. I know most people get a little irked with Mad Mike. I'm a Mad Mike fan, but oh, at a certain Mad point. Mad Mike's the best. I love, love Mad, Mad Mike. Mike but yeah. at a certain point, like, you got to say, hey, I was wrong. You can still say, I think they're going to get waxed this weekend. You can still say, I don't think there's a good right. football team. But you were wrong. You said four wins. I, they won nine games. This is like moving on from the Mad Mike aspect of this conversation. There's no denying, and I think this is 100% true, the best people to talk about stuff with are people that are willing to change their mind and people that are willing to admit when they're wrong. It's no fun just to stick to something and just no matter what happens, like the evidence says you're clearly wrong. Like, what's the point of talking about it then? You know, so I, I think like, look, I've been wrong, you've been wrong, mm -hmm. everyone's been wrong. The fun part about this is we talk about sports 24-7. You're going to get a lot of stuff wrong. Our next caller called the Midday Show this week and I know the pain that my brother Darren in South Philly had when he had to call Joe DeCamera and say, you were right about Carson Wentz. I was wrong, but you did it, didn't you, Darren? Oh, because I'm a man. I'm 40. You're damn right, buddy. You're damn right. What up, Dave? Let's pause. You kind of killed my vibe because I had, I, I had somewhere where I want to go with this call. All right. Do your thing, man. <laughs> it's, your, it's your time. Hey, bro, and uh, EC, I believe... Another thing that Mike, Mike, Mad Mike can't do. Sorry, Mike. Uh, you're from King of Pressure. I, I expect it. 
But um, you've talked me into it. Like, I was okay. already there because, I mean, I, I fundamentally believe, you know, at some point Father Time has to catch up. But listen to the both pods this week. Listen to your talk on uh, one of those nights. Yep. I'm there. I, I would. I am legitimately going to take $200 out of my uh, kids' Christmas money for next year, and I'm betting on the birds to win. Wow, flat out. Darren. Well, are you taking the money line? No, I'm taking it flat out. Where yeah, we're money that's what line. I mean. Yeah, wow. money line. Yeah, wow. Dang. Okay. Dang. I don't. Now, here's I mean, the question. If you win, are you using all your winnings to get your kid better Christmas course. presents? Okay. Come on. Come on. Nice. Cool. So it's they, they, a measured profit, risk here. I do. I love the confidence, brother. I love it. But, uh, but, but can I get one shot in at the yeah. producer? Yeah, please. One. Hey, Dan, I love you, but don't be so quick to put people on hold because I had a whole spiel I wanted to get at you, my friend. You want to chat <laughs> you up, time. Dan? You want to chat you up? You be chat him up a little us. bit. That's don't, what we don't, do. Don't, I love don't it. Don't hit me with the, Darren, you're on hold. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. I Does love he not it. Know who Darren Produce from South Korea is. Great. I love you, Dave. Great call. Yeah, Dan, you know, chat it up a little bit, you know? He said he had some Phillies questions he wanted to yeah. ask. He wanted your expertise on that. Darren Dan, from South Philly. Dan you get a Wilson, chance. Philly's expert, you know, you get a chance to talk to Dan. You want to talk to Dan. I mean, come Gotta on. Got to do it. But this is Eagles talk right this now. Is, yeah, no, on the air. That's, right. that's off the air. You can talk exactly. whatever you want off the air. On the air, Eagles only. Yes. Go Birds. That's what we say, 215-592-9494. Let's talk to my buddy Eli in Cherry Hill. Eli is in Tampa for the game. What up, Eli? Hello, I'm Eli's son, Seth, and the atmosphere is hot here. The playoffs is burning down here. There's wow. people still in campus fans everywhere. Love this. And they all of them are going to the game, and they're all pumped. This is awesome. This is how so, I bet I sound when I call in. The- go ahead. Go ahead. Eli's son, go ahead. We're listening. Tell us more about the weather down there. Well, it. Well, in Tampa, it is really windy. Wow. Okay. It's, windy. No, it's not windy. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eli, how you been, bud? Dude, there's people listening to your time. It's windy. It's like 75 degrees. Beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm about to fly to Tampa. Do I have to be worried about this wind? Or... Eli, how you been, buddy? Uh, hold on. There's actually a foot of snow out here now that I see. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting snow tomorrow here, so, uh, you know, be happier down there. <laughs> crazy down here. The electricity is like, it's unbelievable. There are a lot of Eagles fans down there, Eli? What? Are there a lot of Eagles fans down there? Yeah, it's all over the place. I flew out of of Newark, and uh, there was fans on our flight as early as 7 in the morning. Wow. That's phenomenal. uh, There's an estimate about 25,000 fans are going to be at RJ Stadium. Whoa! Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I think this kid should be the sideline reporter. (laughs) All the whole all the hotels are all sold out down here. It, 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 yeah. Wow, this is phenomenal. Like, although the team isn't as good as we want it to be, it, you still get that feel no matter what. It's playoff football, and you still get that playoff feel in your body. So. I love this. Eli, thanks for calling in from down there and giving us the, the, the lay of the land. You feel good about the game, Eli? Um, I do. I do feel very good. At the, Elliot, make sure you bring your uh, your gloves and uh, and your uh, hat and scarf. Oh, don't worry. I got a fresh raincoat <laughs> just for the <laughs> game, so I'm ready no. to go. You you gotta, there's you nothing gotta, Elliot prepares more for than the weather. Yeah, you got to come to the fans of Philly tailgate tomorrow. All right, here, we're going to give you a quick um, uh, yes. Eagles. Yes, yes, give me one. A-L-G-L-A-S, Eagles, go wow. 
Uh, Eli, you rule. Your son rules. That was a fantastic phone call. I need more check-ins from the son. Me too. You know, yeah, like if you're down the there, yeah, yeah, call us. 215-592-9494. That was pretty cool to get the feeling. It's cool. Look, we always expect and assume and talk about Eagles fans traveling. Right. But, like, man, if there are a bunch of Eagles fans in that stadium on Sunday, that, that'd be pretty cool considering the season they've had, the year they've had, the in-and-out nature of everything. Like, that'd be pretty awesome. So, uh... Rondé Barber was on the show yesterday when I was filling in for, for Excuse and, me, and he goes, he, he, it was really interesting to hear him talk about the interception and all that stuff. And he goes, uh, we asked who, who he picked. And of course he picked the Buccaneers and he goes, you know, I'm going to have millions of people mad at me if I don't. And I'm thinking like, are there really millions of Buccaneers fans? <laughs> like, let, 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 let's not act like, you know, you're picking against the Eagles and you're going to have Philadelphia against you. That's like, a great point, you're going to have, like, what, like the 70,000 Bucks fans that really care <laughs> about what's going on, you know? It's well like, said. Yeah. It's true. 215-592-9494. How do you feel about this game? A lot of positivity so far in the calls we've gotten. A lot of people who think they're going to win. Where are you at? 215-592-9494. Tell you to James. It's Go-Birds Radio. Let me tell you that one other thing. That we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of actions and so many different ways to bet on individual player performances. It makes watching the game that much more exciting. In football, you can bet on passing and rushing yards, bet on who scores touchdowns and hoops, bet points, rebounds, assists, hockey, bet goal scorers, and so much more, plus live in-game betting and the wildly popular same-game parlays. The Park Sportsbook app is custom made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. Sign up now, make your first bet risk free on your favorite player or a player watching or bet on any game. As we always say, it's just way more fun to watch these games with some action on it. You're more invested, it's more tense, more fun, and you can win some money. And football tonight, tomorrow, Monday to bet on. You can bet on it all with the Park Sportsbook app. Here's the deal download the app now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Get your first bet risk-free. Your first bet, your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The Park Sportsbook app, the website, has all the terms and conditions. It's GOBIRDS Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. So I'm Your st- band? Uh, so your I'm gals? St- yeah. I'm standing here. I'm in a different spot. My back is to uh, the producer. Correct. Because of a microphone situation. You don't even know that it changed I, over. I, I don't even yeah. know who the producer is. Well, you I know can tell Mosh, you right, right? now it's Mosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, I did not see Mosh yet. Yeah. Like, I didn't know he walked in. You in just fact, did. Dan said somebody else was here, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Dan thought it was going to be Mosh. Fran who was in. It's actually Mosh who's in. And the moment you were at the Spice Girls, like, oh, hey, Mosh. And I knew because Mosh knows that is a playoff hype-up song. True. Like, that is yes. a song you put on. Like, That's what everyone says about anybody's it. Anybody's driving yes. to Tampa, oh. to the airport, and they're like, I got to get going for this game. Well-known hype band. The Spice Girl. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. <laughs> like, that's what you want to hear going into this game. It's also known as the song that you play when you don't have enough time to pull up the second hour open that you created. Yes. Uh, yes. Not me. I don't know how to create anything. Oh, me. Yeah, I'm kicking yeah, yeah. in the <laughs> third you, person. Yeah. You know, we know you didn't create anything. Yeah. 215-592-9494. Coming up in a few minutes, I want to get Elliott's key matchups for the game. We talked about the defensive line versus the Tampa O-line. I want to see what other matchups on the offensive and defensive side Elliot thinks we'll decide this game first. Let's go to New York and talk to my buddy, Mike. Michael. It is the best and only <laughs> Eagles podcast that I listen to in all the land. My friend, ESP and James Salter. How you guys doing? Love what it. up, man? Well How done, you doing? There. Well Phenomenal done. intro there. I've been dying to do that for the longest time. Nice. Oh, man, I just can't wait for tomorrow. I just can't wait. 
before yeah. we get the birds though, before we get the birds, I love hearing you guys debate over music, over the Beatles and Queen. Wow. And there's no debate. Uh, you're right. I win. I I've won it. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Ah, uh, see, I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna say this. It's it's like debating Brady and Rogers. Brady's got the resume and the longevity, but. I'd rather take Rogers. Well, let me ask wow. you this. Wow, that's a crazy take, well, Mike. No, wait, that's even a crazier let me, let me take ask, than the Queen take. Let me ask both you guys this. So you're preparing for the game tomorrow. You're both juiced up. You're excited. Who are you putting on? Are you putting on is, the Beatles and like to do I want to hold your hand? Popular? What does that have to do with who's more I popular? I never debated who's more popular. Yes, I you said, did. That was I, the whole no, no, point. No, 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 no. I said Queen has more hits. They don't have more hits. The Beatles well, have an I album have of hits. hits. Like, well, it's so let me ask you. Let me ask both hits. of you guys. Who are you putting on to get hyped for the game? It's a different thing. What does it matter? Hit, hit like a hit, a banger. Queen. Like something I like that gets the Beatles going. more than I like Queen. So I will listen to the Beatles okay. more than I listen to Queen. Okay, so you'll listen to them to pregame. I listen to them wherever, always. Yes, the okay. Beatles rock. All right. Queen has three quintessential songs that we associate with sports. That's exactly right. What does that have to do with who's more popular? What are we talking about? We never about debated here? more popular. The debate was who has Mike, more. Mike, you're hits. causing problems here. What do you got on the Eagles? <laughs> the, the, the debate is live again. I love it. <laughs> you can tell we really care about yeah, it. We can't help yeah. ourselves. We just get into it and get heated. Hey, guys, listen. This just you know what? This simply just doesn't feel like it's going to be over tomorrow. You know, what I mean, yeah. there's just been too much juice, too much of it all coming together, and too many arrows pointing in the up direction. Like it's just. It's not going to be over. I know it's. I know that sounds very wishful thinking. The Josh Sweat situation has got me a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think he'll play. I think he's going to play. I mean, I think he'll play too. It's just it's just been a little weird. And uh, you know, like I said yesterday, and James, you know, this is my guy. I think we're going to see a hefty load of Kenny Gainwell. I think it's finally going to be here. You know, mobile, I don't know, man. I, I don't know about that. I, I get your point. He played really well last week. They like him in third down situations. Hurry up. So I'm not saying he's not going to play, but I'm skeptical they're going to give him the ball a ton in these moments. But it really depends, too, I guess, on Miles Sanders' hand. Because at this point, Gainwell is better than Jordan Howard, in my opinion. And I think Boston Scott, you could, it's kind of either or. But if they feel confident in Miles Sanders' hand, I think Gainwell probably doesn't touch it quite a, a lot. Well, I, I, I'm thinking there's going to be look. There's going to be a shortened field because if the weather is what it is, so if it's going to be a shortened field, shorter plays. I mean, Gainwell's, you know, one of your best to use out of the backfield. I've actually so mobile betting is finally legal here in New York yeah. uh, a couple of days ago, and I just did a bunch of Kenny Gainwell bets. I even did a parlay oh. with Kenny Gainwell and Richard Rogers. I like the Richard Rogers bet. Look at that. That's a smart one. Yeah. Well, look at you, Mike. I oh. love it. I like that you can bet legally. I love it. That's so fun. Guys, Guys, I just wanted to say, go birds. Go birds, baby. Always a pleasure, Mike. A Richard Rodgers, Kenny Gainwell parlay against Tom Brady in the playoffs, just like everybody thought yeah, back yeah, in the exactly. uh, yeah. And calling in thinking they're going to win with Kenny Gainwell what and are Richard Rodgers. What are the what odds? What are the odds you think on a Richard Rodgers, Kenny Gainwell touchdown parlay? Like plus ten thousand. I was gonna say twenty nine hundred. Yeah. yeah, plus like plus, uh, well over plus. Yeah, I I think like more than that. Probably not plus ten thousand. Open aggressive. up the parks app. But I would, yeah, we should look it up. I would guess plus five thousand. Like it's a lot. Yeah, it would be a lot. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Coming up in one minute, we're gonna get Elliot's key matchups in this game. What what Elliot? I know we talked about this on the pod. Elliot is like. Has matchup information coming out of his ears. I'm into the X's and O's. Yes, deep, deep this week. He has done like 8,000 hits across the country and on this station and all that. So he's got some serious matchup analysis. That's coming up first. Let's go to Malvern and talk to Daryl. Hey, Daryl. 
Good afternoon, gentlemen. I think everybody's looking at this game completely the wrong way. The Eagles' defensive line is not the key to the game. There are two players on defense that are the absolute key to the game. Maddox and Nelson. Okay. Simply because you know that the defensive line is not going to get there regularly. It hasn't been there all year long, and nothing's going to change now. Mm -hmm. They're going to have to play dime, and they're going to have to play press. I am completely convinced that Darius Slay is going to get at least one turnover tomorrow, one pick. Okay, the key is really going to be what do we do to take away the underneath passing game? And they're going to have to play dime, and those other two guys, uh, namely Maddox, I think, is really going to be key, instrumental to this game. And frankly, there's been an uptick in his game the last three weeks that I don't think has gotten enough attention. Maddox? He seems to, yes. Yeah, I agree. He's been outstanding, really, since he signed the contract. I mean, he signed that contract, and I think, who'd they come out and play? I think it was the Chargers the following game. And he, he's played really well the second half of the season. And I would say the same for Nelson. I think Nelson doesn't get talked about a lot because there, he, there has been times this year he's been beat. But think how many corners we've seen come in over the past few years that are constantly getting beat deep. Nelson really, I mean, I can think of the, the Raiders game he got beat deep. I think there was another time. But, like, he's not somebody you hear a lot about during a game. And for the cornerback, that's, like, exactly what you want. And the other thing, too, going back to Maddox, is he's been playing with a major chip on his shoulder. Since the second half of that Giants game, he has been playing, frankly, very PO'd. And I think it shows he, he's been he's been a uh, ball hawk. He's been finishing plays. And I really think that's the key. I just don't think you can put this on the defensive line. I think the offense is going to be fine. I think we're going to be able to manage uh, to stay in the game points wise. And I think the Eagles really are going to control the clock. It's mm-hmm. just are they going to be able to frustrate Brady by not giving him clean looks at his crossing routes in his underneath game? And if you look back, that's really what the Saints did. The Saints got pressure. But they also played press, and they frustrated the hell out of yeah. them by not giving them a lot of clean looks. And I'm just really surprised that that's not getting a lot of play. Daryl, fantastic phone call. Call more Honestly, often, like, man. Really great, great call. I, Thanks for calling, brother. Do you want to replay that for the matchups? I was I mean, literally <laughs> just saying, do you have to add anything, or is yeah. that the matchups talk? No. Um, to his point, though, I do think he makes a lot of really good sense there, especially like I know you and I argued about what the Eagles should do on defense this week. And my, my whole thing with, like, yeah, they should get pressure with the front four, but you can't count on yeah. them to get pressure from the front four. You need a backup plan. Uh, speaking of matchups, you know, what are some other things? We've, we've dived into some stuff. What's something we haven't talked about yet that you think is an important matchup for this game tomorrow? So I think that we've talked so much about the Eagles' defensive line versus the Buccaneers' offensive line, and we've talked a lot about the Eagles' offensive line run blocking. But as pass blockers, I really think either tackle, because he moves around, Shaq Barrett is somebody that they have to shut down. When you look at that, that line, they have Shaq Barrett and they have Jason Pierre-Paul. But outside of that, they don't have a lot of really good pass rushers. A lot of them are really good run defenders, even though their run defense has not been as great recently. But Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, whoever's lining up against Shaq Barrett, you got to keep Jalen Hurts clean. Like, Shaq Barrett's their best pass rusher. I think he had over 10.5 sacks this year. That's a key matchup for me. Another one I would look at, and the last caller touched on this, but it's one that I think is very important. It's Darius Slay versus Mike Evans because if Mike Evans gets loose, then the Eagles could have real problems. Like if Mike Evans is having a big game because then you potentially have to you, you have to uh, put a safety over there instead of using a safety versus Gronkowski. If you look at that first game against the Buccaneers, Mike Evans had two catches for 27 yards. He did draw pass interference in the end zone, but only two catches for 27 yards. And Antonio Brown was really did a lot of their damage. He's not there anymore. Chris Godwin had a big game. He's not there anymore. So it really is in that passing attack 
for the Buccaneers. Just Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski, and their backup tight ends are decent as and well. And Fournette's there. He's been good in the passing game. That type yeah, of but thing. with the hamstring injury, I, I don't know. I'm skeptical of what he'll be able to do. And I also think that comes down to tackling more than it comes down to a, a matchup. But if Darius Slay can play what he's capable of, capable of against Mike Evans, then you can put so much on Gronk, and then you really get to a point where you're talking about holding the Buccaneers under 28 points. Coming up in just a few minutes, we'll get to Elliot's player to watch for tomorrow's game. First, let's go back to the phones and talk to the Weave. What up, Weave? Weave! Huh? Weave, you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here, man. What up, Weave? What's on What's your mind, pal? On? What's going on? What up? Talk Yo. to us, Weave. You're on the air. What's on your mind today, buddy? Man, I've been telling y'all, man, everything is coming down to this one game. You know, the Eagles can really improve, you know, yeah. the, the free agents and everything that want to come here, everything, man. And um, the, the coaches, I think they did a really great job, you know, um, over the last, whatever, six games, you know. More than that, and, um, really. I mean, they've been a, a well-coached team, I would say, at every game except – well, I don't want to say every game, but since, like, week six or seven against the Raiders. Since then, they, they've looked like a much better coach Yeah, team. the penalties early. They penalties clean that are up. Down. Obviously, oh, they're running all that stuff. But, hey, this is what I think it's going to boil down to. Jordan Malata, man. Mm -hmm. uh, the line, the offensive line, I think um, the penalties, man – we got to kill the penalties. You know what I mean? Well, I'm with you, Weave, and, and thanks for the call. Like, they did. They've done a really good job getting that under control. I mean, if yeah. you, I know it seems like forever ago at this point, but they had the most penalties in the history of the franchise through, like, six weeks or whatever. Well, you know, it was a real issue for this team. And we've talked so much about matchups, but, like, they're going to have to play a clean game tomorrow. You know, yes. like, turnovers, obviously you can't turn the ball over, but, like, penalties, Getting touchdowns they need called off the board. to go their way. Like, you can't make yeah. mistakes, and also you're going to need a turnover. You're going to need yeah. a big play on special teams, that type of stuff. Like, it needs to be – that's why I think – Can't be any self-inflicted To your wounds. point, I don't think the weather will be the deciding factor in the game or, or as much, but I think that's why people gravitated towards that so much. Yeah. Because the Eagles need something like that. They need some help because if you're just stacking up – and even a depleted Bucks team, like, the Bucks are better. Like, they are a better team than the Eagles right now. But the Eagles can win the game. They just need some things to go their way. And they need to play smart football. The one downside to the weather for the Eagles, I'll say, is they're a team that presume, if you assume they're going to win, or if you think the Eagles are going to win, I don't think anybody thinks they're going to win by, like, 10 or more. Like, Agreed. it's a close game, right? Whereas the Buccaneers, let's be honest, like, they could win this game by 10 or more points. Totally. The line is 8.5, 9. Yeah. But if it's going to be close, like, field goals are going to matter. And if the weather is an issue, the Eagles have a very good kicker. They have a clutch kicker. But, like, that could be an issue for the Eagles. If they're driving down to, like, the 20, 30, they're getting held there and they're kicking field goals in the rain, like, that's obviously – in the wind, I should say more. That's obviously a disadvantage there. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Scranton and talk to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. What's going on, man? Um, so, one matchup that I haven't really heard anyone talk about that I think is going to be really important is – you know, the Eagles are really bad against the tight end. Just from playing yeah. fantasy football, I know they were one of the worst teams at defending the tight end. So I think they really need to have a plan for Gronk, and that's probably something I'm, I'm worried about the most other than, um, you know, the matchup against the Bucks' offensive line. 
Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the reason that it's such a worry if you're if you're the Eagles is there's just not an obvious personal answer. Like I, I get that the the line play, you know, who knows how to play out, but at least you know what the matchups are. You know who the people are and all those things. With the with the Gronk thing, like I don't see a natural person on the roster where you go, Okay, he can handle him. Like maybe Anthony Harris, if he was having a better year, could have been that guy, but he's not been that great this year. TJ Edwards has been very good, but he doesn't really have the physical type tools, I think. And he's not a coverage guy as, with you know, as much. Right. In that I, ironically, the person I've thought of all week, and I haven't said it on the air, but we're amongst friends, so I'll say it. <laughs> Jacoby Stevens that they took out of LSU. Oh, like I, would, I wouldn't do it, but I'm, when you talk about like a like a body type that you want covering Gronk, like he's a former safety, like he can play tight. He's sure. a linebacker. Athletic They're not going to use him. But no. the point I'm making is they have nobody on the roster physically that I think matches up well. And Gronk has been playing really good. Like, yeah. Gronk has stepped up with the Goblin got hurt. Gronk's been better. He's been a safety blanket for Brady. We all, we've seen it in the playoffs yes. what Brady and Gronk can do together against, against the, the Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. So I'm with you, Ryan. I think Gronk is, a, is absolutely a concern tomorrow. Yeah, I'm, I'm more worried about him than Mike Evans, but I think if they can shut, uh, if they can shut Gronk down, I think they have a real chance to win this game, and I'm really excited. Great call, Ryan. And I do think, look, I'm worried about both guys but I do think that I feel more confident in their ability to shut down Mike Evans because of Slay than I do in their ability to, to stop Gronk and I think that's okay like yeah. I think it's okay to to if you could shut down Mike Evans to let Gronk get his and and shut down the other stuff and I think you can still win well, the football game and I know people don't want to watch the dink and dunk you know death by a thousand cuts thing but the difference with Gronk versus Mike Evans is like if Gronk's going to be the player that beats the Eagles, it's going to have to be on, like, 13 catches. You know, like, it's going to have to be consistently over the middle, 10, 11 yards up and down the field. Mike Evans gets loose and has a big game. Then you're talking about, you know, 40-yard catches down the field and long touchdowns. So I agree with you. If you're going to pick who's going to – you're the Eagles. Who would you rather have beat you? It's definitely Gronk over Mike Evans. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It is time for Elliott's player to watch for tomorrow's game. We've obviously talked about a lot of players. I was going to say, yeah. So I'm intrigued to see which one you actually ultimately choose. Elliott's player to watch is brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers. Proud partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Toyota, let's go places. Let's go Eagles. Mr. Short Parks, who is your player to watch? So, as you mentioned, we've talked about a lot of players. I've listened all week. A lot of points have been made. I honestly don't know if I've heard this player's name mentioned a single time, and that's Devontae Smith. I think people talk about every other matchup, but no one's talked about Devontae. This Buccaneer secondary is not good. They're beatable. And Devontae is playing really well. So the Eagles are going to have to run, obviously, to get it moving. But it's Dallas Goddard and it's Devontae in the passing game. Like, that's it. Like, that's who the Eagles have. And so I think Devontae, like, the the Buccaneer secondary is not good enough where you shy away from giving it to Devontae. Get it to him early. Get it to him often. Get him involved. Give him chances down the field. Devontae Smith has to be the player to watch. Two, um, a phenomenal answer there, and that is Elliott's uh, player to watch, brought to you by your local Tri-State Toyota dealers. And uh, I'm with you. It's a really good point about Devontae. We have not talked about him nearly as much as he probably deserves to be going up against uh, you know, one of the advantageous matchups for the Eagles this weekend. Like That should be a spot you can attack. 215-592-9494. Two more segments coming up for us. John Johnson coming up at three, but one more segment. For Elliot Shore Parks before he steps on the plane to Tampa. So if you want to talk to Elliot, now is your chance. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot, it's James, it's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It is Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till 
Three, Elliot with you. I know. Ten more minutes. Sadly. So let's get to- Going to the airport. Yeah, it is what it is. Let's get to as many calls as we can, and let's uh, talk to someone else who's going to the game just like you. Let's go down to Jacksonville and talk to John. Hey, John. Hey, what's going on? What up, John? How you doing? Good. So I got a question for you. All right. I got, I'm about 10 minutes out from the, from Tampa right now. Awesome. And I'm wondering, I got an internal conflict I need help with. Perfect. Do I wear my Jason Kelsey Cincinnati jersey or my Jalen Hurts Oklahoma jersey tomorrow? Interesting. Okay, those are your only two options. I like the jerseys. I'm just surprised neither of them were pure Eagles jerseys. I think the Jalen Hurts jersey. So I was you thinking think so? Kelsey. That's so funny. Interesting. I was thinking Kelsey. And they, they do they say their names on the back? I guess they wouldn't, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. They of do. course. Yeah. All right. I, they're both great options. I was thinking Kelsey. Well, Cincinnati know. one's probably black, right? Might be exactly. kind of hot. Might be kind of yeah. hot. What? I mean, it's also Kelsey All-Pro this week. Yeah. Theoretically, like, pray to God it's not, but could be his last game as an Eagle, theoretically. Good like, point. A, a fear. I would wrap Kelsey. A little more me. unique, too. I would go Kelsey. Yeah. That's a good point. Thank All you. right. Perfect. I love yeah. it. John, go, get Appreciate loud it. down there. Bring it, all right? Yes, sir. All right, brother. Good call. Love love. good. What jersey should I wear? Call you yeah, I wasn't expecting those options, but those are both quality jerseys. I wasn't expecting a what jersey should I wear call. Yeah. You know? You just never know what's going to You never burns. know what's going to happen. Let's go to New Jersey and go to Princeton and talk to my buddy, Billy T. William. Good day, baby. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, ESP, I got to tell you, some good points there on the matchup. Thank you. But and I'm I'm going to say this. I think when you're talking about Gronk, they're going to put somebody like Avery over top of him, and then cover him with one of the safeties. And they're going to do a lot of switching off on that. They're yeah. going to have some guys. Avery yeah, on Gronk yeah. feels like a disaster waiting to happen. But you could <laughs> no, be right. Not, yeah. Well, well, I think he's well, talking no, to, to slow him down. I'm is saying what he's yes. I get what you're saying to chip him at the line and all that. Right. But I just I I don't I think Avery involved is just not a good thing. Overall, no, I, I said they're going to switch it around. I think you know? your boy no, traded a fourth round pick for him. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. It. I don't mean chip them. I mean hit them. This is going to be a physical game. Yeah. And I would not be surprised to see if Brady gets knocked out in the first half. Ooh. Because I think, I think, Go at him. He, yes, absolutely. And, you know, the Bucks have a good offensive line also. But I think our rush up the middle, our push, you're going to know right away who's dominating. Yeah. You know, if, if Cox is really into the game with who's ever alongside of him, I'm telling you right now, that's what I feel. That's what I see happening. I don't know. But, you know, hey, you guys do a great job. Thank you. And uh, let's, have, let's have a great weekend. Love it, I Billy. think we're going to win. I love it. Billy, I like a great call. Thank you, there, Billy, as always. Everyone a, thinks they're going to win, Elliot. I know. When did this happen? When? Well, it's we, the day we, before the game. I know. I know. And this is what we always do and all that. But, like, I, look, but I, to be fair I, before, think I think it's going to be a game. I'm not saying, like, they're going to get smoked, but it's, like, Brady against rookie, so, like, a first-time playoff quarterback. There was this caller yesterday when I was uh, filling in for Ike. He calls. Sounds like a super nice guy, like, very calm. And he's like, you know, I don't, like, I don't, I don't mean this in a bad way, but. They should break Tom Brady's leg. <laughs> like, really calm, he said it. And it's like, so that's where we're at. This is the point of the week. Well, it's the, I love the, you know, put in Raekwon Williams yeah, and just have him get ejected. Like, right. that's like the go-to. Put in someone you don't need, have him crush Take Brady. the flag early. Take the yeah. flag. You know, I, yeah, it, it, 
Let them know you're there. Meanwhile, I have a paper cut. This and I'm is, like, let's all calm and down. And also, here, this yeah. has never happened. Like, I we know. always wanted that, but no team has ever done that. Like, yeah. I love it. I'm with you. It's never going to happen. Agreed. But Agreed. Look, I do think, you know, Brady Bingo, like, hit Brady. Yeah, like, that's yeah, get, important. Got to get pressure up the middle. <laughs> you got to get Brady Got to knock him off his spot. Off his spot. 215 Let's go to North Philly and talk to Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey, hey, what's going on? How y'all doing, big guy? What up, what? Jer? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. Hell yeah, I'm glad you're going down there, man. Go down there and watch, you know what I mean? The Eagles upsetting guys, man. Yeah, I'm excited to get down. Uh, man, tell Mad Mike, man, stop being a hater, man. Seriously. <laughs> so true. I tried, Jerry. I was so like, true. admit it. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, he was just mad, you know what I mean, that y'all got it right. He mad because the fuck he was wrong. Excuse my language, um. He was mad because he got it wrong, but. Man, listen, Elliot, man, go down there, enjoy yourself, man, have a safe ride, safe trip, and we're going to go down yeah. and see. Yeah, look, I agree. I think throughout the week, I've uh, it was a tough game to call at first, but as the week's gone on, you look at the Bucks are still pretty banged up, the Eagles are getting healthier. Yeah, I, I think it's an Eagles win. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think it's going to be a close one, you know what I mean, but I think we're going to pull it out, man. Yeah. If we just play run the ball like we did the second half of the season, I don't see nobody stopping us, man. I really don't. Love it, Jerry. I love the fire. Love I mean, the, the passion. The Again, Packers are a tough match. I just, I can't believe that we are in the, like, again, I get it. I know this always happens. We do it before the season. We do it before a big game. Like, we always find a way to get there. Find a way to emotionally get us to the spot where we're like, we're going to win this game. I get it. I did not expect every single caller was called us to say this, Elliot. Like, has there been one no. person who's on my but, side but that they're going to lose? Like, to, I can't believe it. To your point, it didn't really happen before the season. Like, I like before the season, there were not many callers. Like, I think people talked themselves point. into, Some like, did. seven did. or eight wins. Yep. But there were not people calling in saying, like, oh, they're going to do it. Nope. So, you know, and again, I think people are excited. But I don't want to diminish it. Like, I think people look at it and they see it how I, how I see it to a certain extent. Like, I think it's a very winnable game. Let's go to Morristown and talk to Kyle. Hey, Kyle. James, Elliot, good to hear you guys on the radio today. Uh, Elliot, I've never been on the air with you before, so you probably don't know. I'm a very big Giants fan, so sticking with the apologies that I've been hearing earlier, I owe all of you guys in Philadelphia an apology. You guys were ripping Joe Judge all year. (laughs) And I never believed that I would get angry about it, but you guys were 100% right on that. Well, um, I think so, we owe you a so, congratulations then. Yeah, look, we're, we're sad he's gone, but as a Giants fan, I'm sure you're ecstatic. Yeah, I just want to give credit where credit is due. You Thanks, guys buddy. were right. And I See, Mad you. Mike, that's how it's done. Yeah, exactly. I, wow, how about it? I admire your guys' Eagles team this year, though, and I really am reminded about Giants teams that I watched growing up where you're maybe not a regular season world beater, but you're getting hot at the right time. Yep. And when you get into playoffs, anything can happen. So I'm just going to keep this short for you guys. Enjoy the moment in the playoffs. It's the best feeling ever. I really wish I had more of it in my life. Uh, but this feeling you got with the nerves and being anxious, it's the best feeling ever watching your team in the playoffs. So good luck to the Eagles. Kyle, thank you, man. That's a great call from a Giants fan. I know Kyle Kyle's an awesome guy, but um you know you know that 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 he's right. Like there is there is nothing better than your like your team is playing in the playoffs this week. The nerves, the excitement, the energy, it's it's special. It is interesting. He's talking about those Giants teams that went on runs. They were wild card teams, you know, yep. eight and eight. And they did it with the nine Pats. And seven. Yeah, nine and seven. There you go. Thank you. See, when you're wrong, you're wrong. I think 10 and six one time and nine and seven. Yeah. Nine. But uh, they did it with their pass rush. And it's funny that going into this game, everyone would agree probably the biggest question mark, the, the biggest question mark and the biggest weakness that like matters is the pass rush. Yeah. And like no for question. everything they've invested in it, first round picks, money, trades, all those things. And the pass rush is the top reason to be concerned. And 
That is a failure of Howie. Like, the defensive line is supposed to be – they have to play better because he invested resources. But the fact that this defensive line is not viewed as a strength is a, is a failure of the front office. Let's go to Winfield or, I guess, Arizona and talk to my buddy TR. What up, pal? Hey, man. You know something I was just thinking about? What up? We need to break Brady's legs, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's just how he said it, too. Well like, done, real calm. Well yeah, done. Like, no emotion. Just break but, the legs. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, man. I think we. I'm I, I feeling like we're gonna go up and beat them by 21 at least, man. Wow. Think, well, I'll yeah. tell you what. If you think that I'd open the Parks Casino app and yeah. see it's some alternate, alternate lines, I can only imagine that. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got us from there blowing them up, okay. blowing them out. I, I got Fletcher doing this thing. I'm just thinking we'll go up there and beat them guys, man. We got a chip on our shoulder because we came back from two and five, and everybody think we wasn't supposed to be there. We're gonna show that we're supposed to be there. What they say? Uh, hungry dogs run. What do you say? Hungry dogs. There you go. So that's us. We back at that. So we talking about 2018 again. I mean, 17 season. I think we're gonna come back. We're gonna go all the way, man. I mean, I do. I you know, I'm not with Brady out the way. Look, I think that the nobody believes in us. The underdog thing is the the strongest force in football. I'm I'm really with you. I I do think at a certain point you can only go so far as you can go. But I I do. I love that the narrative, the idea of nobody believes in us. I think is a phenomenal motivating factor. Young players' brains get their brains right. Get killed, get, get their minds right. We're gonna go there with a problem, man. They, we're gonna be a problem for them guys. Man. Are, I, hope I love it, man. What a pleasure. Hopefully they win by 21, and we're talking next week. Uh, Elliot, dogs run faster, and that's the scene. There it well is. Said. There we'll it is. Playing tomorrow, uh, Elliot. Speaking of running, final thoughts before you run out the door to go catch a plane to Tampa. Eagles are going to win 30-27. to 27. I think the offense plays well. The defense gets the job done enough. And this time next week, we'll be previewing the Packers. Please, from your lips to God's ears, Elliot, have all right, a buddy. down in Tampa. Feel bad saying bye to you right it's now. It's all good, man. I'll talk to you Sunday night after, hopefully after an Eagles yes. win. Either way, we'll be there. Uh, I will be here for one more segment. John Johnson after that, 215-592-9494. It's Elliot. It's James. It's just about to be just James for one more segment of Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you one more time. Now, one of the things that we love most about our Park Sportsbook app is that it's not just about the teams and only picking teams when you place your bets. They offer all kinds of actions in so many different ways to bet on individual player performances, and it makes watching the game so much more exciting. In football, you can bet on passing and rushing yards, bet on who scores touchdowns. In hoops, you can bet points, rebounds, assists. In hockey, you can bet on goal scores and so much more. Plus, with the live in-game betting and the wildly popular same-game parlays, the Park Sportsbook app is custom-made for you, and that's why it's the only one that we hear at Go Birds recommend. Sign up now make your first bet risk-free on your favorite player or a player you're watching or bet on any game. And again, it's just so much more fun to have some action on these games. You're just more invested. You care more. It's so much more fun to watch. So do it with the Park Sportsbook app. It's fun to use. It's easy, intuitive. And here's the deal. Download the app now. And get your first bet risk-free up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet. Just go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your first bet risk-free. Your first risk-free bet is a refunded inside credit. The Park Sportsbook app. The website has all the terms and conditions. Final segment for GoBirds Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The great John Johnson coming up next. So a lot of Eagles Bucks talk coming your way. And, of course, uh, football on the station later today as well. So keep it here. We'll try to get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Exton and talk to my buddy Mike. Hey, Mike. Jimmy, it's unbelievable. Per Twitter, because of the conversation on the radio, Nick Sirianni announced that the Broad Street Bullies will be giving the pep speech tomorrow before the game. Oh, really? 
That would, no, it was that, a joke. That, that would be phenomenal if they did, though. I like <laughs> the idea. I like your head that Well, that's where you were going, so I was going with you. Uh, secondly, I really want to hammer Elliot about rock and roll music and the talking heads. Will I ever get the chance this year? Yeah, you yeah. He normally doesn't leave early. We are we are not going anywhere. We'll be here next Saturday and the Saturday after that and the Saturday after that. So there will be time. Don't you worry. Very good. And finally, Jimmy, um, I like the coach. You've always said it. I like the quarterback. Always said it. My problem is the old married couple that runs the team. Tomorrow, to me, is a gravy train. Yeah, Mike, I feel very similarly and always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for calling in. I do feel very similarly like I, you know, I'm not a big house money guy or whatever, but I do feel like a lot of the the tension and stress that I normally have going into an Eagles playoff game is not as as intense this year. I think it's just, you know, didn't expect this. And as a result, my, my mentality going into the game is is just a little different. And and honestly, it's it's quite freeing. It's quite relaxing going in and not feeling the the edge that we have. Um, it does feel kind of like all gravy. Let's go to White Oh, and talk to my buddy Gar. Gary! Yo, Jimmy, what's happening? Oh, pal. How you doing, hey, Gar? Let me, let me explain it to you. Run the ball, run the ball, and bury the goat. How's that? Nailed it. Couldn't have said yeah, it better myself, it, Gary. I mean, uh, this is beautiful. I got a question for you. I'm not big on with the, uh, the, the betting and whatnot, but I put 50 bucks down on the six and a half over wins. Oh, okay. good job by you. Now, what's the plus 105? So plus 105 is the odds. So that means that the, if you put 50 bucks down, you win a, uh, a little over 50 to get back. So it's plus or minus. It's what you you get back, essentially, in, in simple terms. It's like, so if it's plus 100 exactly, it means 50 to win 50. You know what okay. I mean? Whereas if it were minus 110 or something like that, it would be 50 to win 45 and change or whatever. Okay. So it's all about okay. what you win back. It's the odds okay, to win cause... back. Okay, I'm going to roll that over and take in uh, the under for tomorrow. Love it. I think that's a smart bet. I, I like drop. The, what do you think of the 24-20? I think it's a great call. You think they win, Gear? And, you know, I'm torn. It could be either way. I mean, it, it all. I think it comes down to who had the ball last. And it might. And, Gary, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for the call. I, I think it might. Like, it could have a feel like that Chargers game earlier this season where it really felt like if the Eagles had gotten the ball back, they would have walked down the field and scored themselves. But – um, I, if it is that type of game, as I said to Elliot earlier, I certainly hope it's the Eagles offense on the field at the end of it and not the defense. Let's go to Philly and talk to Jim. Jimmy. Hey, James. How you doing? You're dead friend. Hey, Jim. Um, how are you, bud? I'm okay today. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making um, it, man. What's on your mind? Um, I think what everybody's forgetting here is Todd Bowles is the key to this game. Yeah, he's a fantastic defensive coordinator. Todd Bowles is a great, great coach. I think if you come out and you spread that formation in the first series, you have to find out right off where the safeties are going. Because I think he's just going to ignore it because he always, always wants to take away your strength. You know, example, Andy Reid passing the ball. His safeties were playing a half a block down the street. Totally. You know, what he so did in the I Super Bowl he, was masterful. Yes. The safeties were, you know, you, you couldn't throw the ball that far. And Randy never changed. I think, I think Sirianni, I think Sirianni has to, like, think of Goddard on little passes and Devontae Smith, I think, are the keys. Because if you get, I know Todd Bowles, he's stubborn. He'll stay with that. I want to stop the run. 
And that's our strength. He's always going to say, I want to stop your strength. Jimmy, fantastic call, brother. I, I, I really agree with you. Thanks for the call. I I agree with that idea, like, that I do think the Bucks' game plan, as it should be, is going to be what can we do to stop this Eagles running attack. And I do think that the Hurts dynamic makes that harder, obviously, when it's not just the running backs. You have to worry about running the ball. That that clearly makes it harder. And I do think that Hurts, you know, finally looked healthy in that last game he played and obviously had the extra week off. So I think he's kind of back to where he needs to be from a running perspective. So I'm with you. I think it's going to be fascinating to see how the Bucks go about trying to stop the running game. And look, it's not like teams haven't tried to stop the running game and failed. Like a lot of teams went into face the Eagles the second half of this season saying, all right, if we stop this running game, we're in good shape and weren't able to. But I agree that if there's any defensive coordinator who can scheme away to that, uh, Bowles is it, and it's going to make for a fascinating you know, offensive attack, can Jalen Hurts throw them to a win if he needs to? That's going to be a fascinating storyline if it plays out tomorrow. Let's go to Denver and talk to Nick. Nick, hey, buddy. What's up, guys? How you doing? How you doing, Nick? What's up, man? Good. First time caller. been listening to this podcast, especially with you going back like uh, six years. Yeah. Back when you did the fantasy updates. Oh, I mean, my, with Sigmund. Wow, that's awesome, man. Thank you so much. With man. Sigmund Bloom. Yes. Those were good days. Shout out to you. Sigmund. I love that. What a wonderful human being Sigmund Bloom is. I, I mean, brilliant. Almost brilliant. as smart as you are. <laughs> Nick, you are way too kind, man. Well, thanks for calling in. What's on your mind, brother? What do you think about the game? So I've got, I've got one quick take for you. Die Hard is one of the best movies I think I've ever seen. I watched it for the first time all the way through this Christmas season. My man. You. My, you made my so day got, right there. Made my day. I've got that bit. And the argument for whether or not it's a Christmas movie is, to me, irrelevant because it's such a good movie. So I know I missed, uh, I, I know I missed Elliot. No, it's a that, great it's point. You're right. Like, ultimately, who cares? It's the best action movie ever. So that's all that matters. It's that's exactly point. right. So as a, as, a, as a young guy, I, I ignore all 80s movies. But I, uh, I gave it a shot. Love so it, thank man. you. Thanks, Nick. Uh, in response to the Jersey guy, I want to give a shout-out to my uncle, who's the whole reason I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, when I got him for Christmas, I think the only jersey everyone should be wearing for this game, which is the Nick Foles Super Bowl jersey. Hell, yeah. I mean, Love it. You know you're talking my language right here, Nick. You know you're talking. So I just, I just don't know what else you could possibly uh, – want to be wearing so, uh, it is it is Ken that Sparks. or brandon graham super bowl jersey those are the two top jerseys that you can wear on sunday exactly especially with tom brady so now for this game the only question i have and i want to get your feedback because i want to know what you think sure i want to know because i don't know what they are what the over-unders are for jalen hurts on running and passing and i would want to know too i would want to know if you which one of those numbers you would bet and i also want to know which one of those numbers you think are most important for getting okay so there's a great all right so i'm looking it up right now as we speak pulling up in the park sportsbook app which is easy to use and i'm I'm there quickly so over for passing yards for Jalen Hurts is 197.5 i would take the over i think that he will throw for over 200 yards tomorrow i think he can throw for over 200 yards and to the point the last caller make i do think that the bucks will sell out to try and stop the run that is the best way to beat the eagles i think Hurts will have to throw some so that's an interesting one let me pull up his rushing yards as we're speaking here to see, uh, all right, player rushing. So for Hertz is rushing yards for tomorrow, uh, over. Excuse me, that's uh, over fifty-one and a half. I like that over too, man. I do. I think you can expect three hundred combined yards from Hertz, and that would be well over those numbers. So I actually like both of those numbers. I, I think Hertz is is going to have a, a relatively big day from a, a yardage perspective there. 
I agree. Both of those numbers to me feel lower than, than I agree. they should be. So I, I think agree. I think I think both of those are good bets. If you were going to choose, if you were going to say on Sunday afternoon that Jalen either threw for 350 yards or that Jalen ran for 150 yards, which of those do you think is going to be the thing that really gets the game done? It's a great question. I think I would lean towards the running for 150 is a lot, but I, I think I think Hertz is going to have one of those like. Uh, 230 and 75 on the ground type of games or 250 and 70 mm. plus on the ground a touchdown rushing i feel good about hurts tomorrow nick it, better than i should for a 23 year old going into his first ever playoff start and on elliot's point it may be a Devonte smith game that's the guy to watch and if he balls out and jalen can throw for that much i think we're happy guys tomorrow nick i love it call again man really appreciate you know, listening for so long and uh, and calling him man. definitely call us again here Yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah, we will. All right, go birds. Pleasure. Let's uh, let's keep it rolling with the pod listeners. My man in South Carolina, Rick. How are you, my friend? Hey, James. Go birds. Dallas sucks. Thank you. Go birds. Let's, Dallas sucks. Well said. Let's have both of our you know both wins tomorrow. We want. So, so it's uh, one of those, Rick. It is one of those things. We haven't talked at all about it because we've been so locked in on the Eagles. But the Eagles and the Cowboys yep. playing back to back has the potential for great happiness or great sadness on Sunday. It really is going to be a swing. That's right. So that previous game versus the Bucks seems so long ago, doesn't it? It seems like a, a season ago. Like, it doesn't even right. feel like it was this year, Rick. I know it right. was, but. And, and what the, you need how you remember certain things or plays from certain games. The thing I remember from that, there was, uh, the, the Eagles had the ball. They were fairly far deep in their own uh, territory. And they, they tried to run some sort of bubble screen out on the left, and Jalen Rager was involved. And uh, the Bucks blew it up, and, and the, the uh, whatever, the Sunday night crew, Monday night crew, they, you know, the cameras panned over to the sidelines, and Todd Bowles and the coaches, they were all just laughing. I remember that. And yeah. It was, that was embarrassing as an Eagles fan. Uh, they, you know, they, they came back and scored some in the second half, made the, the score respectable. But I just remember that was, emb- that was embarrassing, uh, that, you know, the other – Teams, coaches are laughing and that, at your and play. Yeah, that game felt embarrassing. Yeah. I know they only lost 28 to 22. Yeah. They came back, but yeah. I, I don't think any Eagles fan who watched that game at any point truly thought the Eagles were on the same field as the Bucks. Right. So for me, tomorrow, a lot of what I'm really interested in seeing is the play calling, you know, the strategy, the execution. The, the, the play calling is really what I'm really interested to see. And tomorrow. Rick, I think like from then to now, like what a difference that time has made for Nick. I mean, Nick Sirianni, like, I, for me, at least, I'm, I've been so impressed with him as a play caller. Like, I've been impressed with his growth as head coach in many ways, but but him as a play caller, like, I think he has a real feel for it and is way better than he was the last Tampa game, for sure. I agree. Thanks for taking my call. Rick, always a pleasure, man. 215-592-9494. Let's squeeze one more call in here. Go up to New York and talk to Shane. Hey, Shane. What's going on, guys? How we doing? Good, man. Thanks for calling in. Shane, what's on your mind? So uh, really quick, I uh, just wanted to say I've been listening to you guys forever um, back in, like, you know, back when the BGN days. Oh! I actually met you, James. Get out of here. Wonder- I actually met you, bro. Um, came to the Jets game in, like, 2018 or 2019 That's with my girlfriend. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Tweeting, I tweeted the picture at you just in case you wanted to see maybe oh, I will take a look. Anyway. That's awesome, Shane. Super cool, man. Thanks for calling in, and uh, thanks for listening, man. That's that's really awesome. Oh, yeah, look at the pick man. now. Yes, Shane. I do remember you. Oh, my goodness. Hey, buddy, how you doing? 
Doing good, man. That I never awesome. called in, but always wanted to. Uh, definitely going to leave a review soon, but uh, love you guys. Just wanted Thanks, to say man. that. Really Need Counterpoint Podcast back, too. Oh, wow. Old school. I love all these old school references. Oh, yeah. Sigmund Bloom being shouted out. Counterpoint chat. It's a real ones episode, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it, James. How you feel about the game? <laughs> anyway, real quick, I really don't have like a major point to make. It's just, you know, it's, it's just going to be one of those games where Jalen's going to have to run around, make something happen. Um, you know, and all of those positive plays, you know, it might not be the long completions, but as long as we're moving the chains, that's what Jalen does best, I feel like. And, totally. uh, totally. yeah, and also, I mean, he does have that ability to make those special plays. And, and also, like, those runs where it's, you know, third and eight and the defense plays it perfectly and then Jalen just takes off and gets 10 yards. Like, those are, those are crippling. Those are crushing. So you, we need those type of plays tomorrow. Exactly. That's what I hate about the stats because they don't always show that, especially totally. with Jalen's, you know, passing numbers because he makes up for it with those little runs. But anyway, guys, thank you for getting my call in. Uh, Shane, it. thanks for making it, man. Go call birds. again soon. What a pleasure. Yeah, go birds, man. I, I'm, I can't believe the positivity that we had on this show today. I honestly, like, I didn't expect so many people to be so ready for this game from a, a thinking they're going to win perspective and, and possibility. And it's awesome. It's lifting me up. It's getting me excited because the Eagles are playing a freaking playoff game tomorrow against Tom Brady. Many people might not know this, but the last time the Eagles played Tom Brady in the playoffs, they beat him. So I just want to make sure that we, we keep that in our minds. Um, it's going to be a fun one. And, and of course, tomorrow here on WIP one o'clock, keep it here listening. Like we don't need to hear the national guys. We need to hear Merrill Mike, and Howard on the call because uh, that's the way to listen to a playoff game, and it's going to be a big one tomorrow. Cannot, cannot wait. Uh, thank you, obviously, to Elliot, who abandoned me uh, at the end of the show. But heading down to Tampa, if you're listening in Tampa, go say hi to Elliot at the uh, Fans of Philly tailgate tomorrow. Thank you to Dan Wilson, Moshe Kravitz, crushing it behind the glass. And, uh, and you know, big one tomorrow, baby, big one. We'll be back next week, hopefully previewing an Eagles-Packers second-round game. Either way, we'll be back to talk about it all. John Johnson coming up next. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.